Welcome to the Kim Doyle Show, where I believe business should be fun. Creating, marketing, and mastering your craft is as much about the day-to-day as it is about the big wins and even the epic fails. In this podcast, we're going to talk about all things content marketing, digital marketing, a little bit of mindset, and how to just show up by creating an online business and income that fits your lifestyle. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Kim Doyle Show. I, of course, am your host, Kim Doyle. And I feel very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? On par with introducing myself as a host because I have a guest that I'm interviewing today. (laughs) My guest is Bridget Willard. Bridget, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Oh, I love it. I love it. And this is the funny thing, you guys. This is the first time Bridget and I have ever talked in person. So, (laughs) you know... (laughs) Like, I think everybody is in person these days, virtually. Um, But Bridget is doing some really, really cool stuff. And so I am on a mission to support amazing female entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs in general. But the truth is, my heart is with my girls right now. So um, that being said, Bridget, for those who don't know you, I would love for you to share your story. I'm always fascinated by the backstory. I don't care if people think it's trite. I think it it really sets a tone for where you've been and what you're doing. Yeah, it was a dark and stormy night, right? (laughs) Especially when you get closer, older up in life. (laughs) I was the reason that my parents got married on Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, (laughs) That's like pretty much my childhood. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, uh, Just, you know, grew up super like there's no food poor and had that determination and grit from my grandmother to like, get an education, get an education, you know? And so I went to college and changed my major like five times. Uh, I was originally going to be a businesswoman, you know? And then those people, I was like vice president of the women's business. And I was like, <laughs> I got blazers. I know I had blazers for days. Just the early nineties. I mean, LA law was in my head and I, ironically, I wanted to be a lawyer, but I didn't want to go to school for seven years. So I went to school for seven years and um, became a teacher. And I taught for one year, um, algebra, I mean, well, seventh grade through algebra two at a private Christian school, and then decided that I would like to go back to my trade, which is office work. Mm -hmm. Because you have one, maybe two bosses, not all those parents, no offense, but y'all are a nightmare, especially in private schools. And so um, when I started working uh, in the offices again, I was in roofing and that just led to another roofing job. And they threw me in accounting because I knew I was good at algebra and (laughs) because they didn't know that the sales secretary was retiring. Well, no, I should say it differently. The sales secretary didn't know that she was retiring. Interesting. How did that happen? They pre-hired like a year before she was going to retire. And she was like, yeah, that's not happening. Get her out of my area. And they're like, are you good at accounts receivable? I'm like, that's where I started in trucking. And like, so that was like my claim to fame. I'm super good at accounts receivable and collections. So when I, then I just kept going up in the ladder and then I'm now I'm the office manager at a, you know, a commercial general contractor, like that's the top in Mm -hmm. construction. And it became that now this is my career. 
And my, my value is now based upon the, how much I know about construction. See? So yep. then I was like, you know, I'm getting too old for this. If I'm ever going to get a social media job, I better do it when I'm in my low 40s. Or I don't know if it's going to happen. That's reality, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because everybody thinks the millennials have it just because they were, or the Zoomers now. But, like, that's not what social media is. It's not being able to touch something. So that's Taking 82 thing. selfies a week, but go ahead. Right? I, I mean, give me a break. And I'm the selfie queen. So... So anyway, so I did that, but I, I, in 2009, when the economy crashed, it hit construction so hard, even commercial. Yeah. And I had a 20% pay cut for three and a half years. Wow. It was horrible. I never want that to happen again. In fact, I started feeling a little bit like that in 2020. And that's why I left California for Texas. Like I am not going to be homeless to stay in California if there's another recession. California Sorry. to Boise. Okay. Yeah. Not happening. Yeah. So it's not in here either. It's too cold. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I realized, absolutely. like this, these were defining moments. Mm -hmm. And so, but in 2009, um, <laughs> I, I just re realized I have to do something to help everybody else know that we're in business. So I, without asking permission, I started Twitter. I was reading contracts and writing what I now know are blog posts like I just put things on the internet. I was always that secretary who knew how to make a website and front pager or Dreamweaver or oh, whatever. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I was always nerdy, but I was just like, I didn't know it was called blogging. I was just putting essays on the internet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm a content marketer. <laughs> it's just words on the internet. Yeah. And, yeah, and so much. that's and my, I met all these really great people who were like, Hey, you're kind of good at this. I'm like, this is normal. This isn't even that great. What I'm really good at is keeping my receivables under, you know, 4.5% <laughs> by, you know, 45 days and over. That is like in roofing. If you tell anybody in roofing that you know this girl who had her receivables of over 45 days were less than 4.5%, they would be like, I want to know this person. That, that <laughs> is almost still my career highlight well cash is king and not having a bunch of outstanding you know I, receivables yeah yeah i mean do you want to talk about metrics that's what you can measure yeah. Yeah. social media everybody wants to measure but it's almost impossible to measure what actually matters mm -hmm. and so um i got my dream job got fired for whatever reasons i decide i don't have any sign nda but we're all reconciled, so there's no point in even saying that. Yeah. But that was a moment where I was like, okay, I'm a freelancer. So what did I do? I, my friend said, what are your skills? I'm like, hey, I do accounts receivable, and I'm super good at it. So those were my first clients. was collecting ah. uh, from WordPress agencies, collecting their receivable. I'll still do it on the side for 25%. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, that's what I did. Before I had my social media my first social media client, I did collections in 2017. And Interesting. Then, uh, so you were collecting for agencies, basically. You yeah. were their accounts receivable. Yeah. Because God, talk you about know, a our, great niche if you like it. <laughs> oh, I do like it. But like, uh, I mean, I will do it for people. And I have a website called like how to get collect payment. And I use that as like my, my tutorial on how to do social media and stuff. But like, I will collect for people because they, 
our our friends who build websites, Kim, and this kind of stuff, they have a really hard time standing up for themselves. Yeah. And it's not I've been there. <laughs> it's not necessarily like you're a bad person, but you did this service, they agreed to it, and now they owe you, you know? And you know, I went to small claims twice and won. Like you signed a nice. contract, you did they do what you wanted? I mean, mm -hmm. it's just that we feel like we're the bad person. We don't want to do this thing. We just want to build the internet. We don't yeah. want to do it. And so yeah. when people when I do it like, hey, I'm calling for Jane Doe and you know, just you know, is she available? Oh no, no, no. Who is this? Oh, this is Bridget Willard. I'm representing so-and-so. And then they email my client. Oh, you went to collections? And you're like, yeah, you're 45 days old. Yeah. That's I've what got happens. bills to pay too. Yeah. And, and that's how it works because the, the, what? The one that makes a fuss is the one that gets paid. Squeaky wheel. Yep. <laughs> so I'm like, hi, I'm Bridget. And then it goes to like, it escalates to a point of like, here is when I'm filling in the small claims. Yeah. Form, and this is what it looks like. So when it comes to you and you're served, I just want you to know what it looks like. <laughs> and I have tips on how my people can get paid, you know, our friends. Mm -hmm. But like, that's a passion of mine because I feel like, A, we don't charge enough. And totally. B, we don't collect when we're, when it's past due. So I'm prepaid. <laughs> that's I will about, do nothing. <laughs> and you know what? I'm just curious because it's funny. I've said this so many times. I don't know of another industry where people who know nothing about what you do are going to dictate your value. And I think we've all had those customers. And it really is true that the more you charge, the easier the customer is. Because they're just like, do your job. Like, I, I hired you, do it. But it's it's weird. And I saw this video. I don't know if I could find it. But it was, it was a great example of, and it was specifically for websites. But a couple had gone to a nice steak dinner. And they get the bill. And the guy's like, yeah, I don't want to pay this. And they're like, yeah, but sir, you ate the filet. And he's like, yeah, but the taco street sells beef for like $12. I don't think I should have to pay $48. Yeah, but you ordered the filet. It's in your gut. Like, and it was, it was a funny spoof, but there's, I don't know of another industry. Like I don't go get my haircut and be like, yeah, I know it's $300 to do a straightening for a Brazilian for me. Like, but I think I only want to pay one fifty. We good? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just the strangest thing. Right. But, and you're like, uh, you know, the lady is like, get your own blow dryer then. You know what I mean? Like, and they, they don't value it because they don't understand it. And that's not their fault. Mm -hmm. uh, we do a lot of client shaming on Twitter. I wish that that could stop. Yeah. Um, instead, like turn it to education. So yeah. I, I've, I've seen job. I don't want a job. I, I just started my LLC. I'm the CEO now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm not looking for a job. People always say, are you looking for a job? I'm not looking for a job. I, yeah. I will have a, I will be your vendor, but I'll see these job listings for a social media manager. Must know illustrator. Are you kidding me? If I knew illustrator, I wouldn't be a social media manager. I'd be your graphics girl. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. must know um, HTML. I'm like, okay, well, must mm -hmm. be able to do the blog post. I'm like, that's a different job. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I will write people and say, those are three different jobs. Just so you know. In case you're wondering why, in case you're wondering why you can't find anybody for uh, $25,000 a year, that's why. Right. Well, it, I mean, it's, it's one of those things too. The other thing that I think is, a, is crazy is I know I've got friends and stuff or like my sister where they're in, they have a corporate job and they're supposed to use their personal social profiles to share what's happening with their business. And I'm like, 
I don't use my personal profile on Facebook for my own business. I'm like, I'm not going to share yours. It's really, it's, it's a fascinating industry, which we'll get into in terms of, I, I think there's a lot of changes coming in, but first I, the reason which I would have reached out to you anyway, I'm sure, but I'm very excited because you have a new WordPress plugin that helps people create content. And I think it is phenomenal. It's called launch with words. I'm going to let you take the ball and run with it. First of all, I'm going to throw 12 questions at you because that's why my brain works. Where did the idea come from? Idea to fruition. How's it going? Where you see going with it? <laughs> Am I the press secretary now? Oh, okay, I'll take you know your question Just... a moment. As I mentioned, let's circle back. <laughs> Welcome to Constraint. I okay, promise. so yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. The, I was awesome. That was awesome. Because, because she is like the the guys are mansplaining her, and she's just like, as I mentioned. With her sweet little smile. Okay, so where the idea came from is my ebook. My ebook is called If You Don't Mind Your Business, Who Will? And it comes from something that my designer, Rhonda Nygaard, um, changed. Because I always say, if you don't care about your business, who will? And she goes, I like kind of mind your business. Like, it's kind of about this nuance. So I was like, fine. But like, you, nobody could care about your business more than you. 100%. If you don't have time to write about your business to put on the internet, then nobody can help you. You have to help yourself. So, but I understand that people, real people, the gen pop as I call them, don't know how to do this. We expect them to be able to build all this stuff and then still value us. We expect them to, just like how it was in construction. My boss would get so upset that clients didn't know what a glue lamb beam is. Nobody knows what a glue lamp beam is. Nobody wants to know what a glue lamp beam is. They want to know that the ceiling isn't going to collapse on them. They don't give a crap how it's done, right? So the only thing that makes beams interesting is when it's, you know, solid wood timber and you can smell the cedar. You're like, that's like a little cottage you rent with your husband, you know, give me a break. So it's our job to educate people. So I made this ebook. Well, Rhonda designed it. I wrote words and she made it look pretty. And it's basically takes the business owner through the steps that they need to have to block out their time to do this, to write and publish, not just write, but actually publish once a month Mm -hmm. with blog prompts, journal prompts, business affirmations. It, It encourages them to get a journal and because people go, what do I write about? Oh man, she doesn't know what a glue lamp beam is. And you get your journal out and go, what's a glue lamp beam? Now you know what you're supposed to write about. Absolutely. Because your clients are telling you on the phone or in emails or in tweets all the time what they don't understand about your business. And writing that down and having that notebook, a real notebook, not getting distracted by putting something else on your computer. But like, why not? And you can hand this over to your girl in the office or a content writer. And say this is this is what my customers need to know about, you know. Absolutely. But that but the idea is the ebook is helps them do this. So I thought, okay, so then that's okay, that's that, right? <laughs> so then I'm a core contributor on WordPress. Shock, right? Brilliant. I'm not just another pretty face, <laughs> but there um, there are you know. Um, I rewrote, well, first of all, I wrote the copy for the about page on 4.8. And that's nice. how I first got my brackets. 
But um, this past year, I rewrote the, uh, the, you know, the starter text on 2020, 2019, uh, 20 something The else. themes? Yeah, on the themes. Yeah, yeah. Love it. You know love how it. it has that? I edited yeah, it. Yeah, when you install the the theme and it's like, oh, there's it content that, here. Yeah, it has that st those starter words, you know, the, the words. I'm always, I always say words because content sounds so like, I know your thing behind you says everything is content, but I like to just keep it to what people understand. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, Absolutely. Um, so I realized, oh, if we could do that with themes, what mm. if? What if there could be a blog post that installs itself as a draft that has all those prompts from my ebook? That's free, a free WordPress plugin. And then there's a checklist right in the blog post, not in some GUI, not in the admin, where probably you don't even want your clients to be, yeah. uh, or anybody who doesn't have permissions to be there. It doesn't matter. Right in that blog post, it tells you exactly what to do. All of my best practices, stuff I do, not just blah, blah, blah stuff. This is how I earn a living and pay the rent, right? Share through, headline, Canva, the dimensions your featured image should be, writing the alt text uh, for your featured image, naming your image, something that makes sense, all of it. Write mm -hmm. then. All they have to do is get in that blog post, says January draft blog post, and they just start writing follow all of those prompts and then publish my, 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 what I'm thinking is that web developers who work for small businesses could install this on their new websites ah. as a value add because mm -hmm. people who use their websites understand how it works. We've done all this work and spent all this money to build this thing. And then all they care about is ROI and SEO without even understanding what it is. But Kim, yeah. you and I know, you and I know that it's the words. The internet is blind and Google wants this. Absolutely. Publish. It doesn't matter if it's once a month or once a week or four times a week. They want this because yep. that's how they know that you're still in business. And people don't understand that. They just say, my website doesn't work. And and we're all web developers like, that's because you didn't use it. How about just do this, you know? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. the premium version, of course, there's a premium version. As um, there should be. We can't as, work for free. I'm sorry. Well, no, I think this yeah. is my gift to the world. You, yeah. I mean, if you want more, go buy my ebook. My ebook's for sale on my yeah. website. But the plugin is, you're getting most of it from the plugin. So why not yeah. use that? And um, and so the, the premium ish is content packs that are fully written blog posts, 12 fully written blog posts by industry. So the first one, of course, is going to be roofing. And then when I sell three of those, I can hire Jen Miller to write about real estate. When yeah. I sell three of those, I can hire somebody else to write about something else. Okay. And I know what y'all are thinking. What about duplicate content? <laughs> and you know what I say, Kim, what's worse than duplicate content? No content. No content. Thank you very much. I spent a year working at an two years working at an advertising agency that specialized in franchise development. And you know what all those people do? They spend tons of money with garbage agencies who write garbage content that is syndicated on all of those franchisee owner 
websites, websites yep. that they cannot alter at all. Mm -hmm. And so the regular small business cannot compete with the franchisee small business. Yeah. And so this gives them the power to have better than agency content on their website that they could edit if they want or localize. <laughs> yeah. And it's right there. And if I were the web developer, this is what I do for a roofer or whatever, I would install it and I would schedule all those posts. So you, they have one thing a month. Mm -hmm. One thing. And if they want to upgrade, why then hire your content marketer? Because yep. now the business understands how the website works because they're seeing it. Huge. I just I want to circle back with a bunch of these ideas. One, it's funny because to your point, you know, all these people that are like, I, the whole duplicate content article is six and one, but I'm like, again, to your point of if you're a business owner and you can't take the time to edit or put a teeny tiny voice, we've given you, you know, literally we've run the first three laps. We're handing you the baton. You just need to bring it home. And so but all of those, they do have uh, something to share on social from their website now though. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's also, you know, I, I think it, it's just funny. I, this is sort of a foundation and a fundamental. And I would think that um, with everything that's happened in the last year, right? Like the world gets it. We all need to have a web presence now. Like finally, right? I remember dealing with local businesses and they were like, well, can you come down to the office once a week and work with us? I'm like, yeah, it's $150 every time. Oh, and it, it's just funny. It's kind of like, you actually need to do the work. If you know, like you need to do this. And so your this, business, it's your business. Exactly. And the whole thing is, if you don't want to do the work and you don't have someone to pay for it, then you're screwed. So you either do the work or you work closely with somebody until it's up and running. And then you've, but you've taken a couple years to create processes and development and, and you've researched and you've been consistent and stuff. But the whole thing with this plugin that I think is great too, is it starts, it shows the power of what their website can do for them also. Right. And yeah. it, I love the value out. I love the value out of being able to say to a customer, not only do we give you this beautiful piece of real estate online, but we're helping you to drive traffic. You to have to do it. this. Yes. To use it. Novel idea. Use your website. And here's the other thing, Kim, that, that nobody has said, except for me, of course, cause I'm a marketer. And I and specifically, I have been marketing WordPress plugins since 2015. That's my client base, mm -hmm. agencies and products. Okay, there is no WordPress plugin that does this. No, there's not. No, this there is, is the not. first one. So yeah, it's and simple, it's free, it's simple, but it's complex. I partnered with uh, MediaRon, and he built this really badass plugin that lives on my website in order for me to export these content packs as the JSON file. So Ooh. they literally, so the one they download from either my website or .org is an importer. They import the drafts, they, they, they install the plugin, activate it, import the content pack from my website, and then they de deactivate and delete the plugin. No security <coughs> vulnerabilities. Yeah. No issues with Gutenberg. No weird things happening. It's just, it's there. It does its, oh, I have 10 active installs. That's okay. I don't care. I don't want a bunch of active installs. I don't want 
I, that's right. best practices. You don't need it. Yeah. The goal is to bring the, it's, it's literally just About the putting, words. Yeah. Yeah. Launch the website with the words on it. No well, more Laura Mipsum or Faker Press. No offense. I like Lorizzle Nizzle was my favorite. Um, I don't know if you've ever, there's, there's literally, it's like lorizzle.nl and it, it generates Lorizzle Nizzle Ipsum. It's, it's really funny. But the other thing that I think there's a huge opportunity with what you're doing for people who don't think, okay, I don't want it to be the exact same thing other people are publishing. I have been dumbfounded by the amount of unique AI tools that have come out recently. I'm like, take these amazing prompts that Bridget has already created for you, drop it into an AI tool, do a little bit more tweaking, and you've got a beautiful custom piece of content. I'm like, seriously, I just started playing with conversion.ai. I don't have an affiliate link for that, but I was like, oh my Lord, this thing is amazing. And I've, I just keep, and I, we're going that way. But the thing is, j- just to your point with getting your I website need to get another out. job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll work I at the gas station. I think they still have people there. Well, yeah, there we go. But but the whole thing is, is it's like, what makes content work on the web? And obviously, I've been in this space, I believe in SEO. But you know, some of my best pieces of content that have driven the most engagement and the most traffic have no SEO value whatsoever. I've connected with people. And so you still have to yes, there's AI and there's all these cool things. But you are what makes you unique. You are what makes your business unique. So by having these prompts and journals, Put your own personal spin on it. Right. And, and not only that, Kim, but here's the thing. And this is the other part. This is the piece that I think that a lot of people forget about. Content marketing isn't just for the world, i.e. SEO. Mm-hmm. It is an internal sales tool. Yeah. So story time. Uh, I made, One of the things that I knew was a pain point was people not understanding epoxy injection for tilt-up buildings. If there's cracks in your tilt-up building, it's actually six inches all the way through the concrete panel, and you have to weld it with epoxy. And people were really concerned about how that looked. So I called my subcontractor and said, hey, Art Dodge, you want to do this video with me? It has like 3,400 views on YouTube. It's still (laughs) there. It's terrible, but who cares, right? And so like three years in, three years after this stupid video, not well-produced, I did the, all my editing in iMovie. It was on a point-and-shoot camera on a tripod. I mean, it's hilarious to watch, okay? Three years in, this guy calls us up. Blah, 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 blah. And Tom, my boss, says, oh, we got a lead. I go, oh, really? Where did he come from? Because I don't let him say the internet anymore. At this yeah, point. specifically. The internet. Uh, yeah. He watched your video, Bridget. I go, Really? So that job, that client came to us because of that video on YouTube mm-hmm. and the accompanying blog post, of course. And because of that, that, that turned into an $8,000 job, mm-hmm. went to $97,000. Because guess what? That guy doesn't own just one building. He owns many buildings. Mm-hmm. So the gross profit from that job paid for my salary for half a year. So these are inter- not just outgoing, but internal. So every time my boss got somebody who was interested in proxy injection, I heard him. I was sitting right next to him. He was just in the other office. He goes, I'll send you the video that my office manager made. I'll send you the video. <laughs> that my- Seriously. No, I love it. No yeah. sales tools. And, you, and when you do social media, somebody asked me, 
where would you, what would you post? I would post the words that are on your website. What, what do you think? I'm, you, that's the staff meeting that you guys almost killed each other in. Yeah. Right? It's the clear versus clever. You don't have to be a copywriter to solve a problem and share something on social that will help somebody. You, you, you don't. I mean, I have gone down a copy rabbit hole the last year and a half, but for sales pages and for ads and the things that encourage people to buy. But it, during this sales process that you're talking about with content, like, no like and trust. People are going to do business with people they know like and trust. And so that's what you're providing value there. Yeah. And they want to understand it. My my philosophy, I'm the evil marketer with, you know, like James Bond villain with the cat. <laughs> um, I my my strategy is educate to the point of fear. You should know why this is so expensive, but also mm -hmm. be too afraid to do it yourself. Right. And too afraid not to get not to pay somebody to get it done because mm -hmm. it's that important. And that so, and, and construction and the internet, like web development and physical development are basically parallels. I hadn't thought about it, but absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So I think I've used that. I need a new adjective. I don't know why or absolutely is coming from all day today, but so the, the plugin, very excited about this. So you're going to be developing some premium packs. Have you had requests for markets or, I mean, it's yeah. only been out what a week. Yeah, about? but of course I market why I build. I my my fourth book is coming out this month or the beginning of next. How to market your plugin.com. Love it. As, you know, this is what I've been doing. So I always say market while you build. So of course I'm always doing stuff. I have a request for naturopath. Um, as soon as I sell enough. So first I gotta roofing, real estate, and then I'll be able to hire Carol Steven to write on that. Mm -hmm. so like I know writers, like yeah. you know. I, it's going to be $497. Why did I come up with that price? Because it just feels right. And I'm instinctively good at pricing. I don't know. It's because I'm on the internet all day long. Might be yeah. my job or something. That's a whole other conversation on pricing, uh, which we can, <laughs> I'll definitely have you back for. Because just being on the internet, a lot of people don't. A lot of people underprice things or they go from no audience to you can join my $25,000 a year mastermind, which there are plenty of those that are valuable. But there's a ladder in there and you have to be talking to your right person. Whatever. I have opinions <laughs> on that. That's another podcast. It is. Well, and you know, and all of those things, and it's funny, Bridget, because I was literally having a conversation this morning with somebody. I'm like, because I've done a lot of coaching I mean, with clients. I, I started doing one-offs because I'm like, if you're not going to do the work, I don't want to keep talking to you weekly. Yes. The, money, the money could be great, but go do the work and come back. Right. At the same time, I'm like, I can't be on the phone all week long. So I was like, I'm going to do a group coaching. For whatever reason, I keep holding back. I'm pulling the trigger. And I'm like, there's something missing there. You know, that piece. And I'm like, I'm not doing it because I want to sell a high ticket thing. But I'm like, what is it? And so I'm holding back because I'm not. And, and I'm not against high ticket, low ticket, whatever. But I think at the end of the day, you have to be able to deliver results, right? For me, and maybe this is selfish, but I'm like, what do I want my life to look like? I need a lot of white space in my life. I really, really do. I do not like this crazy schedule. So yeah, we should have that conversation too, because I would love to hear it. So, okay. I want to pivot a little bit. So we've got the plugin, you guys launch with words, go get the free version. You can download it. <clears throat> and then if you've got requests, let her know. And you've heard how this works. If enough request comes in, she sells enough, then there you go. You have a few books out too. And it's funny. I want to talk about um, your, there we go. 
and I have the links to those. So we'll talk about each of those, which the dysfunctional love songs. I'm just, there, there's a curiosity there. You have to fill me in on. I will tell you. Okay. So this, see the wilted flowers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nathan Ingram was telling me that, you know, it's easy to self-publish now, blah, blah, blah. I work camp um, Seattle last 2019. I always keep saying last year, it's just whatever. So anyway, so I was like, ah, no, 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 no. It's been so long. I used to do Lulu. He's like, no, 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 it's easy. So when the pandemic hit, I was like, oh my God, I need something good to focus on. So I thought I was going to write this as a, as a blog series. And I'm like, why not test it out? So this was my project I did in April. It's Mm -hmm. 21 kind of like meditations, affirmations, and it talks about all these songs that I love. I pick songs that I love. Everybody suggests songs like, go ahead and write another book. You can. It's my book. But I it's like, <laughs> like chapter two is like someone to watch over me. And it says like, I'm a little lamb lost in a wood. I know it could always be good to someone who will watch over me. And so like, it would it's be totally like. totally up in my brain now. I'm right? <laughs> I know. I'm a little. Okay. So if you're, so if you're, you were saying that to, to me, then I'd be like, girl, you're not lost. Who told you you're lost? You don't have to trade in your independence for loyalty. So it's kind of like that. And then it has an affirmation. I am able to find myself. I I find my way through difficulty. I'm strong enough. I'm smart enough to navigate my life. And in the very beginning of this are directions of how you should do this, uh, writing things down, um, saying it to yourself, recording yourself, because I it's the, the subtitle is Affirmations for the Hopeless Romantic, which is me. I wrote this book for myself. And I love it. It's really good, especially if you're single and you're just singing these stupid, zappy love songs that I love so much. And then you're like, or binging oh, Hallmark movies at Christmas yeah, time. How come nobody loves me? Uh, because that's not real life. Okay. Yeah. So that's what there, this came from. That's that book. Well, I, I freaking love it. And the other, it, what's funny, so I want to talk specifically about the Twitter marketing because, and I'm going to just preface this. I don't know if you've seen, yes, and the book is, if you're listening to this, The Definitive Guide to Twitter Marketing. I double dog dare you to try it. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Shout out to Christmas Story. But the um, what's interesting, so I've kind of, I don't want to say ranty. I think it, I think my um, COVID groundhog dayness caught up to me via social media. I was like, I'm hating everything. <laughs> right? I was just, I was feeling it. And I had this little epiphany last week where I was like, I want to start enjoying this again. I've, I miss the camaraderie. I miss the connections. I miss the people that I love and what made my heart enjoy this. And I get it that there's a lot of side effects of social, but I, for me, I had to say, here are nine things. And I did a whole, like, this is what I'm going to do to start enjoying this again. But what's funny, because I've been on all these platforms since like 2008 and Twitter, I've got a decent following, but I'm like, I'm just kind of starting to get back into it, to be honest with you. Like I always push my content and that's not how engagement works. I so understand that. Um, But Twitter specifically, I was like, all of a sudden it feels kind of fun. I'm like, I'm going to start having conversations here. But anyways, um, I, you can take it and run with that book, the other book, but I really would like to get a little bit into your view on social media and what's going on. Where it's oh yeah, been. for sure. Um, like I just opened to spend five minutes a day in your home feed. This is something I tell people that revolutionizes their lives. Um, and people ask me all the time, like, how did you come up with this idea? How did you come with that up with that idea? For example, um, that one of the things I talk about with this little Snoopy one is mm-hmm. that uh, 
people were like, I hate writing my bios. Oh, I hate writing my bio. I've, I gotta submit for a talk. Girl, I totally want to come to Texas and hang out with you. <laughs> oh, you can. I'll tell you. You can. You can. Yeah. This is my second bedroom, but I have an air mattress. Not for everybody else watching. <laughs> okay, so so here's the thing. Like, so I said, I tweeted out. So yes, uh, like, hey, I'll write your Twitter bio for twenty five dollars fast fast PayPal cash, and I I got six requests that day. That was extra drinking money. Yeah. So I got my teeth done and I and I'm paying that off. So yeah. I was like, you know, it's stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. you don't know unless you spend the time in there. You have yeah. to the 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 over dependence upon automation it removes oh, us from what yeah. it is that is social media. That's why this book is called Keys to Being Social. Mm -hmm. Social. It doesn't matter where you are, the tech will change. Right yeah. now, everybody's like, oh, Twitter's a fat. Really? My podunk nothing weatherman has a Twitter account. Are you kidding me right now? Like, give yeah. me a break. little, my, you know, every basketball player on the Atlanta Hawks, oh, they're so cute. They, they <laughs> have handles, you know? Everybody, yeah. that's life. That's the new, I said it before. I said it in 2007. It's going to be the, num the new URL. And it is. Mm -hmm. You have mm -hmm. to be online. So, I'm Twitter heavy because that's where I create those relationships. Um, yeah. I create the lists. Lists is huge. Creating a list is number one huge. Because I'm going to tell you about the following, the people that don't follow people back. They grow their following on the backs of all of their sycophants. Mm -hmm. And that is not social. And I am not here to be one of your statistics. I, I won't follow those people anymore. I'm I'll, like, oh, you've got 2 million followers and you follow 100 people. F off. <laughs> well, and in WordPress, that's a cognitive dissonance. Oh, ab absolutely. I've talked about that when I was really heavy in the WordPress ecosystem. I mean, there was an elitism there. Mm -hmm. No, it is. And it's still there. And people ask me all the time, why do I have to follow people back? First of all, why do you have to not be a dick, you mean? Like... <laughs> So when I someone don't know. says hello, you don't say hello. What is it hurting you to? It's it's asinine. It's so self involved. My right? husband, uh, my late husband, and I did. I did all these like guru minute videos. Twenty, there's fifty two one minute videos on my YouTube channel, uh, and, like with these kind of object lessons. Teacher, right? And we did this thing where he said, "Oh, your hair looks beautiful today," and I played it back. I recorded it. I just played it back. Oh, your hair looks beautiful today, and I go, "Does that make any sense?" No then stop retweeting people when they say you look nice today or congratulations. Why the hell would you retweet that? That makes zero sense. Uh, if I share your blog post, why are you retweeting that? Why don't you just press reply and say thank you? Because if you just retweet that, then I'm like, you're an asshole. And you, don't, you can't spend 40 seconds to click reply and say thank you. THX, a heart. Mm -hmm. anything because it, Twitter. Okay. Social media is about being social and you cannot be social without having conversations. And this is the greedy marketer reason how we feel about a brand in marketing world. We call affinity. Oh, I love Kim Doyle and her content planner. I never <laughs> seen your content planner. I have my own content planner. I mean, I, you know, I'm not saying it's good or bad or different. I'm just saying like, I know Kim Doyle and a content planner. It doesn't matter. I've never seen your product. I have big giant heart when I, <laughs> when I think of your name, right? That's affinity. 
Affinity leads to loyalty and loyalty leads to sales. That is humanity. That is our psychology. That's how our brains work. That's been like that since day one. Adam and Eve were in the garden and Satan came up to Eve and gave her a little bit of doubt and was like, hey, how come you can't be like him? You know, should you be like God anyway? Like whether you believe in that or not, it's a perfect allegory. Yeah. You know, or or did God really say, and then they did, then they ate the apple. They're like, yeah, nobody said that. <laughs> Whatever the fruit, the fruit of the, you know, tree of yeah. life. Right. And so like, you have this whole thing where you're like, oh no, I have doubt. I, uh, I don't know, you know, but that's this way our brain works, that dopamine kick when we get a notification that mm-hmm. breeds loyalty. The more you respond to your audience, the more they're going to, number one, see your tweets in the first damn place. Mm-hmm. Because algorithms are like dogs. They do what you train them to do. Yeah. I am so over the top sick of people saying it's Facebook, Twitter. No, it's you. You didn't train your dog. And that is why he just pissed in the hallway. Mm-hmm. He was pacing around the whole place. You knew it was time to take him out. And you didn't pay attention. That's why. Can I, this, what's true, this is sort of triggering, uh, uh, I don't know, an analogy here for me. Not triggering. It's not triggering. <laughs> it's triggering an analogy. But, trigger warning. <laughs> yeah, trigger warning. But much like content, you know, everything takes this practice and this skill and stuff. And I feel like we've gone to such this, this ah, anti-social media thing. And when I say we, I'm doing the whole Royal Collective We, but the thing is, it's like you get better at it by the doing. It just comes yes. down to work and you're not going to get out. My other one is I'm like, you don't get better at something by not doing it. So, so there's that. And this desire automations have their place. You know, we love tech. That's why we do what we do, but you cannot automate people in relationships. No. And it's, it's kind of like, you know, there was a time when I would email my list once a month if I was lucky And then I made a commitment in 2016. I'm like, I'm going to practice this almost daily email is what I called it because I just wanted to get better. I'm like, this is a commitment to myself. I can spend 15 minutes to 30 minutes every day getting better at this and quiet for a month. And then all of a sudden it was like, I was getting responses and people were loving my emails and I found my voice. I've never called myself a writer, but I really love doing it now. You know, I'm not going to write any novels anytime soon, but I have found my voice and what resonates and what connects. And when I speak from that place, it works. So this idea that social media is evil and bad and, and whatever, and it's a waste of time. It's like, it's well, a tool. You're an adult. It's a tool. Structure your time. And like, for me, I was like, you need to dedicate X amount of time to natively posting and engaging and then be the adult and close it and get back to work. Are you kidding me? You know what? My phone's not right here. Mm-hmm. I've been talking to you for 50 minutes. I'm not checking Twitter. That's Mine's not off. Yeah. I mean, that's why you need to do the list. You yeah. check you do your notifications and go look at the list that you're interested in at that moment. And I have an article on my website. I mean, this is actually an article on my website. If you want to read 7,000 words, it takes 25 minutes on my website. This is an article there, or you can read on Kindle or you can, I'm not reading 7,000 words. I wrote it. I'm not reading it on the internet. Are you kidding me? So I thought, why not? You know, yeah, I wrote absolutely. that on a Sunday and I threw it in there. Now this book is my life's work. Well, fill me in on what it, Keys, to, Keys being to being social. This is all about behavior because Ooh. I had a minor in psych. Ah, I actually have a degree in psychology. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So like, this is all about like 
I mean, it goes from anything to like proofreading, which is like the bane of my existence, because we already know what we wrote and our brain skips over it. So reading backwards is my tip. Like ah. read it out of order, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, uh, having a safe place, passion, how to tip into that. Like real, I'm a super practical person. This is not BS. This is, um, you know, it always annoys me when these big brand names have some ghostwriter write these, you know, top whatever. I'm like, really? Why don't you ask somebody who actually pays their rent by doing this? Maybe that's the person who knows what the F they're talking about. But it's all of that. It's it's being courageous. It's it's trying things. It's examples of like how hashtags work. There's screenshots in here. I wrote this over five years and it took a year for my best friend, Sarah Pressler, to edit it. You know? What's up, Sarah? I love her too. <laughs> so like, like even like somebody took a picture of me and then they were like, Oh, I'm going to put this, I'm going to put this rainbow in it for St. Patrick's day. And then another yeah. person added more stuff like be ridiculous, be spontaneous. Like all of this super practical, the golden rule being authentic, not as an excuse to be a jerk, learning your voice. I mean, you talked about learning your voice. Um, one of the best documentaries I read, I mean, I watched was about the improv. It takes about four years for a comedian to find their voice, doing it every weekend, right? Live, right? But, in right. front of people live. judging. Okay, yeah. so now I'm going to say a little ranty thing. Maybe you're like me. So I approach social media like a social scientist. And many of my friends are like, you're the Diane Fossey of Twitter, which is true. <laughs> like, you want if anybody wants to know what's going on in WordPress, they should just ask me because mm -hmm. I'm the one that knows. I read those tweets. I know, I know who the silverback is. And I know what they think. I know everything about them. And that's my job, right? So like, I'm the one watching them and seeing what they like and everything. I watched them grow up. Even since like 2009 forward, mm -hmm. they're buying houses and having babies and they're not, they're not brewing beer anymore. Okay. Yeah. They're making lasagna and keto stuff. This is what's right. happening. They're scaling their company. They're building recurring revenue. Like they absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You know, that's not the kid in the basement of his mom's house anymore. Eating pizza, playing Xbox. I mean, maybe they still play PlayStation. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, most on that yeah, all boys and their toys. Was that that you know, the only difference between men and boys is the price of their toys. Uh, um, that is accurate. That is yeah. accurate. I mean, if it wasn't that, it'd be a boat. It doesn't really matter, but right. Right. Yeah. The thing is, it's all about the behavior. You know, it's about that behavior. You know what? This is, I think that's what drew me into figuring out the copy piece. I'm like, I can show up and create content. I can be me. I can podcast. I can do all that stuff. Like, but it's the psychology behind what inspires people and what connects people and what makes them want to buy. And, and, you know, and it's interesting, I was doing a sales page review for some clients this morning and then I do a loom video explaining it. And it's amazing how many businesses and marketers still, they talk about themselves. I'm like, it's not about you. And, and I honestly, for myself, like the best thing people can do for an online business is learn how to write well and figure that out and practice it and get better at it. And you don't have to want to be a copywriter or a permanent content writer, but it will help you across the board. I mean, it just, it's like the fact that you can change two words in a headline and more people are going to like be touched by that piece of content versus this boring, whatever you did, you know? So Buzz the psychology, I'm, I'm totally ordering both books today. The psychology behind and the behavior, it that's what's going to make you, that's what will help you succeed. 
you're not going to have people that are loyal to you if you don't reciprocate. And that's why the following to follower thing is a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, so you want me to share your content, but you're, but I'm not worth a follow to you. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter, the only way to grow is to follow everybody back because unless you're verified and they suspended verifications a couple of years ago, unless you're verified, they enforce a one-to-one ratio between your followers and your following. So if you, if this, this happens at 2000, 5,000, 9,000, 14,000 and 19,000 because Riggins mm-hmm. construction was the biggest I ever grew is 20,000. Yeah. So like I'm at 16, when I get to 19, that's why mine following the followers is the same. Oh, but they're all in my feed. Use lists. Go to BridgetWiller.com slash Twitter list, no spaces, and learn how to use a list. We're WordPress people. We're marketers. We, we do searches all the time. A list is just a search. Yeah. You know, spend your time with the, the customers, your location, a hashtag. Search for your domain name because sometimes people type your handle wrong. Mm-hmm. And Hootsuite, Hootsuite is the best money you'll buy. And if you don't have more than three accounts, then you don't even need to buy it. It's so let me ask you, <clears throat> sorry, um, just as I saw the time, what do you think, where do you think social's going? You know, like to me, I looked at it and this was my analogy. I'm like, I think a lot of these platforms have kind of been the acting out teenager and they've tried to get away with stuff and, but they're not going anywhere. I think the space is maturing. I think people are getting smarter about the use of it. And, and, and there's still viable tools for driving traffic and relationships for business. So I would love predictions, thoughts, like where do you see things moving, especially after like the social dilemma last year, which my favorite, my favorite comment was a friend of mine. And she said, this isn't a true documentary. This was completely one-sided, you know? And I was like, oh, I, I felt a little more relaxed about that approach. Just looking at it that, well, it was one side of the story and that's fine, but there's been, I feel, and maybe it's in my world that there's been backlash that it's horrible. Social media is horrible. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) You're horrible in your backyard talking to your neighbor over the fence. If you're horrible, you're horrible, no matter what the venue is. Okay. And we're using, we're digital sharecroppers. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're using other people's platforms to make connections. If you want to not be on Facebook, then install Peepso WP on your WordPress site and have your own place. But until you build that community, those people are there. My aunt Patsy in Wichita is on Facebook. I'm always going to be on Facebook so I can talk to aunt Patsy. Maybe Mm -hmm. I don't post the same things on Facebook as I post on Twitter because Twitter has a different culture and Instagram has a different culture and the way you use it is different. Those are all too big to quit. LinkedIn is where you get to brag all you want. Mm-hmm. It is completely acceptable to be braggadocious. It's so, those four are never going to die. Okay. Uh, three of those are good for business. Instagram is good for relationships, not good for driving traffic. Yeah. So I, my specialty besides being in tech is business to business. And that, that is a longer life cycle. Yeah. It's not, show me this coupon for a free cookie. And now I count that and I know what my ROI is, even though marketing is an expense and technically isn't an investment. So there is no such thing as a return on an expense because I was in accounting. I'm telling you that drives me crazy. What's the ROI of your salesperson? What's the ROI of your telephone? Why is Coca-Cola playing, paying clear channel money 
to be on billboards when they've been in business for 200 years. And we I'm all know always, who Coca-Cola is, right? And I'm always going to buy a Diet Coke. Even in Texas, I'm still buying Diet Coke, not Dr. Pepper, sometimes, <laughs> but still, like, why are they spending that money? What's the ROI of that billboard? There's no way to attribute it. Absolutely. I, I, I still don't understand the billboards either, unless it's one of those, like these companies are so big that they better spend their budget, it's which brand is like, awareness. It's brand awareness. brand awareness. Yeah. You want that person to be like, oh, I need a content planner, Kim. Oh man, mm-hmm. I need a content planner, Kim. Content yeah. planner, Kim. Copying Xerox, tissue, Kleenex, search, Bing. No, it's Google. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. It's that word association. Who knows Twitter, Bridget, Twitter, Bridget, Twitter, Bridget. That is why we do it. They will not know unless you tell them, unless you're always there. And that's why email marketing works so well. Because mm-hmm. once they're on your list, you have their attention if you keep doing it. Me, not so good at email marketing because I just go, ah, I don't care. I do some drips, <laughs> but I, I go back and forth of whether or not anybody gives a crap because it's all on Twitter anyway. Like, it's fine. Like, you yeah. have to know your audience. My audience are nerds. And I say that with affection because I am a nerd mm-hmm. who build things and they are on Twitter and the people who own companies who have buying power and they are on LinkedIn. So you should be where your audience is, but also experiment. If you, if your best lead source is from Yelp and that is the only social media network you use, then that is always going to be your best source of leads. I literally had a call last week that said, we don't get leads from social media. And I said to them, you don't get leads from social media because you don't use social media. Mm-hmm. Same. You could apply that across any type of marketing channel online, right? The other you know, piece of that is, and I believe this, I had done an email uh, like two weeks ago and I was talking about, um, I don't know if you're on my list where I said she was 60 and it was, I was talking about Louise Hay of Hay House Publishing who built one of the biggest publishing houses for like spiritual and all that kind of stuff at 60 years old in 1984 with none of this stuff. Right. My point was you don't like get good at what get, find where you love, know where your audience is and do what you like doing. You know, I, I prefer, I have a YouTube channel. I think I've got like 15, 1600 subscribers when I was doing a lot of WordPress how to, and I'm doing some of this now to test it. But I know it's a long game and I know it's a long term. So it's like, I have to really wrap my head around what am I willing to commit to doing and showing up and engaging in. I love podcasting. I like writing. So it's like, you have to find those places and to your point, an experiment. And it's so much of this is reframing how you approach it. Oh, exactly. Changing how you think about it. My predictions will always be the new blessed child that everybody wants to run to. Let them all run to Clubhouse. Meanwhile, I'm going to keep producing content that's indexed by Google. So that's mm-hmm. fine. On a property I own. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, even on Twitter, like even when mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter, I am doing things. Tweets are indexed by Google. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. Okay. So you Google my name, you're going to find my Twitter account. And sometimes because Twitter has a higher domain story, it's going to be, you know, and that's why I have books on amazon.com. See? <laughs> not retiring off that last month I got $32 not even worth using it for a credit card I'll just get a yoga top <laughs> I'm no what? I mean it's I'm not trying no, to that's kind of how I treat affiliate marketing I'm like every time I get an affiliate commission I'm like 
okay, savings. Like that's like my, I'm going to put this over here. I don't count on it to pay the bills. Bridget, we're going to have to have to do another session at at part two for sure. Just, I love these open dialogues. And I think this is kind of where, you know, I had done this pause of the podcast interviews for a little bit. I went through some personal stuff, but it was like, how do I want this to look and feel? And I want to use it for good too. So I adore you. I'm so glad we got to have this conversation and I can't wait to order your books. Back at you, girl. (laughs) So hang on a second when we're done. I'd love to chat with you. But you guys, I will have all the links in the show notes below the video on YouTube, wherever you're listening to this. Be sure to check out bridgeboard.com. Of course, the new plugin, Launch With Words, and her books on Amazon. All the links will be included. Thank you so much, Bridget. Thank you. All right, you guys, how fantastic is Bridget? I'm sorry, towards the end of that episode, it sounded like we were kind of talking over each other me talking over Bridget, actually. (laughs) Um, All the links to Bridget's site and her books are, and the plugin, hello, are in the show notes. But if you want to go to her website, go to BridgetWillard.com and that's B-R-I-D-G-E-T-E-W-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. I should have done a pretty link, but so be it, you guys. As always, thanks so much for listening and we will catch you next time.